Hello, and thank you for joining me on Heron's Home Podcast. This is your host, Cree Robertson, with my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on? All righty, we should have a fun-filled one today. Um, there's a lot of things going on. We had the Super Bowl just went by. I watched a couple of good shows. Tons of uh, silly things going on in politics that should be entertaining to talk about. Some fun uh, gaming stuff. I mean, there's there's a lot of news all around. So, yeah, let's just dive on into it. So, the viewing pleasure has been high recently. For sure, sure. Um, What's on the menu? Well, we got... uh, Actually, before I even do that, let me show a little flowers for the new drops. That was DJ EFN and Iron Aura on the track. And uh, they're going to be also the ones who who are on the, the outro. But uh, I just wanted to send a quick shout out and thank you to them for, for providing us with some audio. Appreciate that. Was, that was awesome. It's actually a really, 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 really old piece that they did. When I say really old, it's like 10 years old. Um, called Pomegranate Sunset. So if you ever come by that online, I doubt that it's for sale anymore. But definitely stream it or download it if you can. It's, it's a fun listen. Yeah, man. But, um, some views, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah for Show sure. Some appreciation. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, I've been watching Picard. I launched Picard. That was extremely entertaining for the first episode. Only nice. problem with it is that it's paywalled behind a CBS All Access account. So I'm going to have man. to, you know. To a pirate like me. I know no one can see what I'm doing, but I'm going to have to pay for that. (laughs) To a pirate like me, that don't mean nothing. So, yeah, there's that on the board. Um, The Super Bowl just passed, which um, I'm not a huge fan of football, um, but I do watch for the ads, and I do watch football for a show of of skilled force. But, um, yeah, when we get into that, I'll go ahead and uh, soapbox on that a little bit. Um, And, actually, we're actually going to talk about a book today, too, called American Dirt. So, um, yeah, we got some goodies in the entertainment section today. So let's go ahead and, um, I guess, you know what, let me start with the Super Bowl and just get that out of the way because that's the most prescient. I'm sure a lot of people have that fresh on the mind. Um, Congratulations, Kansas City. There you go. First uh, Super Bowl, I think, in 21 years for them. Um, their coach worked really hard for it. The players, of course, worked even harder than him. So let me go ahead and show that. Um, show, some, show some love for for them. Malcolm and Eddie would be really, really proud right now. <laughs> my my thing is, is that we gotta find a much like what those men do on that field is exemplary. The show of of, of skill and force and physical aptitude. There's got to be a better way for us to 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 have them put that either on display or make that productive, because they're doing things that only they can do. You know what I mean? Those kind of shows of physical strength are something that only they can do. There's got to be a productive way to, to 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 funnel this so that these men can be compensated for their amazing physical aptitude without having to have them he- run headlong at each other. <laughs> Like, they hit each other with the force of a small vehicle. Like, you, you, two football players running at each other full speed have the same force of collision as two small vehicles hitting each other at low speed. That shit's crazy. Because if you get hit by a small vehicle at any speed, it's going to fuck you up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they're doing it voluntarily and for money, though, so... Uh, when you're doing it to them from when they're children, is that voluntary? Because at that point, they're getting such brain damage so early on. Can they make real decisions? 
I mean, that's fair, but that then comes on to the parents. You feel me? Absolutely. And I absolutely put a ton. I, I put a ton of responsibility on the parents because you... But the thing is that the community, like, they're, yeah. at every level, people are being um, encouraged to do this this greatly damaging thing to their children or to themselves. And, and, and it makes me wonder about society. Like, that's where we're at with this? What do you mean, where we're at? Selling your kids is an American tradition. I, I mean, telling your kids goes back to, to the Abraham. Or not Abraham, but uh, Joseph's brothers sold him, right? Yeah. You, oh yeah, for that um, to get his fancy coat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or they sold him into slavery to get him out because I think that that they thought that he was um going to be the heir to Abraham. I don't remember the story. It's been <laughs> decades <laughs> since I've read that section of the Bible. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. selling children yeah. is a is is a time honored tradition yeah. in Western culture for it's sure. And they like to act so like shocked and and. So it's but with that being said, it's still it's still dead wrong, and I think that um we should we should work towards moving away from that as soon as possible, um or even just because I mean I don't want to be like yo let's just make it flag football because that does sound kind of pansyish to me, <laughs> but at the same token like you could do some amazing things in a flag football type setting to where you can still show how athletic and physically endowed you are without have thing to literally attempt to kill someone because if i hit you with a small vehicle it'd probably be attempted murder you know what i mean like if i if i purposely hit you with a small vehicle it'd be a, a vehicular homicide or vehicular manslaughter or something yeah these men are hitting each other as hard as they can sometimes how do we, how you know what I mean? Like, where's how are we building this mental barrier that separates, you know, like, oh, he has pads on and he's willingly doing it, so it's okay. But in any other setting, that's completely wrong. It's like, why are we making an exception for football to for people to hurt each other? Radical freedom. <laughs> True. That's pretty much it. You know, it's one of those things where it's like it's the modern answer to gladiatorial fights. But then again, mm -hmm. we also mm -hmm. have the modern answer to that in UFC. So. I don't know. It's just well, sports in general are supposed to be a stand-in for war. Exactly. There you go. So it's like I was just about to say a similar thing. You know, like because that sort of thing, physical contest without rules is not really allowed in our society. Therefore, uh, as counterculture would dictate, it would have to appear somewhere. You know, so people to avoid the fact that we're not allowed to fight each other. We, we experience that competition in different ways, and it's just evolved to a point where some, some of those things, you know, we get 100%. And I think that part of the human experience is finding healthy outlets for those animal desires. And so let's find a healthier outlet for that desire for competition, or maybe even it's not a desire. Maybe it's just that we've become so predisposed, we've been exposed to it for so long that it's become part of the, the fabric of how we deal with our reality. And so I understand that, but we need to find healthier ways to, to, to vet that. Because I mean, you, we can fetishize that competition into any number of other things that could be just m more healthy than football. But one can argue that we do that already. There are plenty of other mm -hmm. sports that aren't as damaging as football. It's just that some people choose to and enjoy football. Well, I, I, I think that most of the people, m I will say, and, and this is me just theorizing, that 90% of the people who go into football 
do so because of the promise of money and fame. Yeah, of course. And so I don't think that they actually like the act of playing football as much as we might think that they actually just like the fame and fortune. Counterpoint, before they get uh, uh, to like the, I don't know when they start getting paid for it, but up until those point, what would, they be, what would be the motivation then if they're not getting paid? Popularity, because look at the jocks. We'll see, but I don't, I don't know. I think it's just one of those things where I don't know. I think it's fine as it is. I think some people do it and some people don't. Some people enjoy it and some people don't. You know. Well, I, I am a fan of evolution, and so yes, they're weeding each other out because it's not like they're. <laughs> it's not like football players are running up to me and you and spearing us on the street. Yeah. So that's it's not a problem. But I just I find that your as long as our because you just watch the Super Bowl, your compassion is pointed in that direction yeah well not even i've felt this way for a long time ever since i i've felt this like literally my entire life yo i don't know if anybody who's listening to this lived in long island anywhere in the 90s but i used i'm from a a a town called lakeview and there is a kid named jaquan henry and i don't know what happened to him but when we were in Fifth grade, this kid could pick me up over his head and deadlift me. In fifth grade, he could pick up another fifth grade student and deadlift me. He, the kid was a monster. I, 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 I couldn't. He was a physical Adonis. Pause. <laughs> and matter of fact, he was playing high school basketball in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. He was playing high school JV in seventh grade. That's how ridiculously big this kid was. Now, mind you, he not only played for the school, but he played for the town league as well. And I had to go up against this kid in a heads-up drill once. And he knocked me clean unconscious. And from that moment on, my parents could not get me to play another game of football. I, I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. Like, you put me on the field, and I'm more inclined to sit on the bench and refuse to go on than to do anything else and it was such a clear like it was so clear to me as a child that people that everyone who's participating in this is actively hurting each other and so it doesn't take a it doesn't take a lot i don't think that i don't think that you have to you don't gotta be super empathetic to realize this is probably not a good thing yeah but again a lot of people have been to the exact same experience you did and got right back on the field how much must they fear their parents to do that? <laughs> but I, again, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's crazy. I don't know. I, I like I understand like your your position, but I I, I think uh, from watching it, a lot of people genuinely seem to enjoy football. Feel me for better or for worse, for good or bad, everything that it comes with. Same thing with stuff like wrestling. You only the only people that are wrestlers are people who absolutely love wrestling because of how grueling and how difficult it is. So it's one of those things where yeah, we should definitely take better care of the players. But you know, it's it's. No, I, I, I think it's a very active. It is. I remember last episode you were like, the unfortunate thing is that the idea itself is corrupted. So anything <laughs> you build off of that idea is corrupted. That's what I think. I think the idea that we should maintain the idea that it's okay to get entertainment from watching people willfully hurt each other. I think that 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 idea doesn't fit in our modern society anymore. And while yes, I I'm, I agree I agree with you that in the paradigm that we believe we live in, in terms of the freedom and rights and all that stuff, that it's an okay thing to do. I also would want to say, hey, um, people love heroin. 
I, I know a few people who have been addicted to heroin, and they genuinely seem to love it. Mm-hmm. We should still do everything we can to probably not let them get the heroin. I feel you. And 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 I say and I say heroin and and football in the same um, allegory because they're detrimental to the body, and it takes a long time for it to finally break your body down. But it'll happen. Yeah, you, you do just, heroin long enough, you die. You play football long enough, you die. You just can't get rich off heroin. Yes, you can. You can't get rich off doing heroin. <laughs> that's a for sure, for sure. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a for sure, I, for sure. I'm pretty sure that there are a few artists out there who would beg to differ. And not for nothing, and I'm going to call this guy's name out, not as a disparagement, but as one of the greatest poets to ever walk this earth. Oh, Gil Scott Heron? Boy! Man, I would argue that it was him and not the heroine. Yeah, it was definitely him, not the heroine. I mean, I can only imagine what that man would have been like without the heroine. He was definitely great despite the heroine. Yeah. Well, no, nah, I get you, though. It's, it's um, I don't know, people enjoy strange things. Yeah. But anyway, so back to the actual topic at hand 10 minutes later. Um, the Super Bowl ads were trash, League. Trash league. That's the only reason why I watched the the Super Bowl was for the ads, and the ads were bad. And matter of fact, there was this one ad in the beginning of the fucking Super Bowl that had me straight up like, yo, I am never going to watch Super Bowl ads again after this. It was some shit about the American flag and how it's tied to our nation and how that's tied to football. There was a bunch of old white women over here. And it just ripped of slavery and Dixiecrat South. And all I learned from that bullshit commercial was that more white women own NFL teams than anyone black of any gender. Well, you know. Because you know how many NFL owners are that are black? Of course, none. They, I'd imagine if a black person owned any part of the NFL, they'd take better care of the players. <laughs> I guarantee you that if I guarantee you that if a black person owned a team in the NFL, they would they would own the entire NFL because every player would, would go to free agency yep. and go to them because black people stick the fucking together. And then and 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 that's the funny part is is that we kind of amplify our own internal divisions because they're very close to us. But when it comes down to it, we have way more solidarity than white people, I think. White people have to have a whole ism to to exclude <laughs> everyone else. When all we gotta do is say, hey, I want the strongest person, and everyone turns out to be black. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, it's pretty funny that um, yeah, it's I I can only imagine that that ad because I'm definitely not gonna watch it because I'm sure that shit is just propaganda. Oh, it's terrible. Like keep my brain clean of such things. There wasn't things a single ad possible. that jumped out at me, bro. Of course, because n- given the time that we're in now, the ads serve a completely different purpose. All they are me. is celeb. First yep. of all, I've never seen so many celebrities. Like, they're just celebrities and ads, and they're trash. Even though I was entertained, and I I don't know how Doritos got the little Nas X endorsement. That's funny. But I mean, he had a dance-off. It was him and the, the old white dude who plays all the Cowboys today. I forget his name. He's in um he's in the Big Lebowski. He plays the guy who's in the uh Lebowski's head at the end. He's if you saw him, Does you know he exactly. Does he have a really deep voice? Yeah, yeah. Oh, then you're probably talking yes. about mm-hmm. uh, Sam Elliott. Yep, there you go. Of course he, I know it, who it's Sam It's Lil Nas X in a dance battle with Sam Elliott 
and Sam Elliott's cutting the fuck up. Really? Mustache Sam Elliott? Yeah. What? That's and then, and then Little Nas X breaks out with his horse doing the dressage, and he, his, he looks at his horse, and his horse is like, nope. He's like, all right, you got it. And I was like, ah, that shit's hilarious. Yeah, I might have to to watch that one because that I'm was a, a good Sam But that was literally the best ad that I saw in the Super Bowl. He's um he's actually whenever I'm doing like a southern voice with the intention to sell anything, you got it. That's who he's, I use. Oh, he's emblematic of that voice. Are you kidding me? And so Can there was that. Uh, gosh, I'm so disappointed in the ads because I literally, first of all, the Trump ad was trash. I was expecting Trump to at least be entertaining, but his ad wasn't even entertaining. Bloomberg's ad flew under under the radar, which is sad because it's like, if there's anything like I'm not, I would never, ever, 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 ever vote for Michael Bloomberg. But boy, do I like his ads. His ads are the definition of 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 modern day marketing. They are the epitome of modern day marketing. And it's funny because he has his serious ads that you see. And then he's got these ads that everyone's like, what the hell? What the hell? If you watch the ad, you'll know exactly what he's doing. He's aggregating all of the most favorably uh, disposed topics on the Internet and mashing them into an ad. So it seems random, but what it'll do is it'll it'll massage your mind because no matter who's looking at it, it'll have enough things that you're positively or neutrally disposed to to where you won't have negative <laughs> feelings and associate them with Michael Bloomberg. So if, yeah. if you inundate you with those and then throws in a couple of ads that lie to you, you're going to be predisposed to believe in the ads because Michael Bloomberg is one of the best liars that I've ever seen. He's really good at it. Seasoned, Amazingly good. Seasoned expert. Yeah, and so um, I was hoping that his ad was going to be entertaining too. Nope. So um yeah definitely giving uh, Lil Nas X the 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 um, Super Bowl ad of the of the of the day award for this Damn year. Damn right. <clears throat> and um so yeah the halftime show Shakira blew J Lo out of the water. I'm happy fucking sick and tired Shakira, of trash. By the way. Who? Happy birthday Shakira. Yeah, happy birthday Choo -choo. Shakira. Um, J Lo is is a is a beautiful woman. I I would be remiss not to mention that because that is literally the only thing that I find appealing about her. She's a terrible actress. She doesn't sing. And, and you know, Lady Gaga put out a a a, a uh, diss track. No, wish, <laughs> wish. No, she put out a um, a challenge. It was like I better not hear no lip syncing at the at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Both some chicks. You can't hear lip syncing, you silly bitch. And and but the only thing is, is that J Lo's the only one who actually moved the mic. I mean, to she, be she actually fair, dropped the mic a second too early, and, and I saw it. To be fair, doing those dance routines compromising, yeah, it compromises your breathing. So you can't really maintain them notes while doing those kind of exercises. Unless I mean, you're Beyonce. Beyonce does it. I was just about to say it. Yeah. Um, some people can, but it's very difficult. And J Lee is also 50. So I'm like, just you don't have to lie to us. Like we we all think you're beautiful. You don't gotta dress crazy. Like A-Rod is a cuck, man. I can't believe this nigga lets I like I can't I can't understand these dudes with these famous um women and it's like why would you marry somebody now i'm not saying that you should control what she does but you're okay with a woman who is more interested in giving herself to the world than to you hey right on my mans that ain't me though <laughs> that ain't me i'm not trying to control you but if you're not if you're just more then go do that why would i tie you down but anyway i don't know why i got off on that that's a side <laughs> um clearly that triggered me but um <laughs> 
I'm tired of niggas locking down the households. The, I mean, the, the, the street hoes. Like, let them be their street hoes. Hey, man. Um, Some people love community pussy. But it's for the community. Why can't you just dip your toe in the pool and, and leave? Why you gotta why you gotta put your anyways. But um Shakira killed the, her performance, definitely um blew J Lo's uh performance out the water. I'm sick and tired of J Lo claiming to be Jenny from the block and then coming with all this <laughs> e- extra shit that is trash. Um fuck anybody who says that Ja Rule should have been on stage with her. You're a fucking idiot. Ja Rule doesn't deserve to get any money for anything. He's a fucking scam artist. Um you know, but th- that's pretty much my rundown of the of the halftime show. Shakira mashed it. J Lo did J Lo's thing. I wasn't impressed. Um, and yeah, that that's pretty much. Oh, uh, Bad Bunny and J Balvin came in, which I guess this was. Um, they were tired of having um, black themed <laughs> uh, Super uh, Super Bowl halftime shows, so they got a Latino themed one this time. Um, it could be also that they're remember they've been having some trouble with uh booking high profile black artists for the NFL. So well, which makes perfect sense. It. it which makes perfect sense now. Yep. Actually, but, yeah, I didn't yeah, even shout think out of that. To Bad Bunny. He he um uh he's got a couple songs that I that I like. You mean the the his yeah, you already said that he was Spanish. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a couple songs that I like. Yeah, yeah. I mean my girl loves them and she does uh, she always uh bigs them up so I support and supported her, but um, yeah, that that was the Super Bowl halftime show and ads lackluster. The game was good though. The game was relatively good. Um, it was just a good, good, uh, show of defensive and offensive strategy. Um, it didn't require a whole bunch of like you know guillotine. Uh, fucking style tackles that you know what I mean that you, there was not a whole bunch of injuries like I'm not That's entertained funny. by that anymore I'm not I know people can hurt each other I know it I'm not entertained by watching these big ass dudes with nothing better to do than to run at, run at each other like and then and then the funny part is is that half these guys are trying to make a big hit and miss the fucking tackle it's like you're ruining the game <laughs> it's like yo the fundamentals hit them wrap them roll that's it but anyway, yeah, the game was 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 uh, pretty enjoyable, so I won't complain about that part. Um, now let's move on to the um, to the book option, which uh, was uh, this month. Well, this yeah, I'll probably do one a month. Hopefully, uh, this month I'll do American Dirt, which I began the read. Um, I purposely try to avoid books on Oprah's book club because I know that they're trash. <laughs> I know Oprah's book club is trash. Um, you'll rarely ever get real literary works. Ever since she uh, recommended A Million Little Pieces by James Fry, and then it came out that it was not a work of nonfiction, that it was a complete work of fiction, but then they kept promoting it as a nonfiction book, I realized <laughs> that they're all full of shit and that they are either not reading the book or they're trying to promote the book for them, not actually put out good literature. Right. Um, uh, uh, I think I think the guy's name is David Metzer, who put out the the book Boy A Boy Called It. That was another one. People rallied around it. Was like, oh my god, this is his life experience, only to find out that he was lying, <laughs> and he made up all the stories. And I mean, his mother got flamed because <laughs> it was about child abuse. And he made up the whole thing, you know what I mean? And and, and Oprah backed this dude. 
So I don't fuck with Oprah's book club. And so this one was on there, but all of the of the uh, news outlets that I were that I watch regularly were talking about the backlash against it. And so I was like, "Ooh, backlash! <laughs> I want to know what, what what the venom is." And so I started reading it, and boy, is it trash! <laughs> Epic good, trash. Man. Like, it's not worth the fucking paper it's printed on. Like, if you want an authentic story about Mexican life and how hard it is to be a fucking migrant, for the love of God, just turn on PBS. <laughs> like, I don't know why this white woman decided to go fucking write a book about another culture that she didn't have any fucking tie into. Like, I get it. I don't mind if you want to immerse yourself in another culture and then write an in-deep, scathing uh, 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 evocative, you know, heartfelt piece about it, and you want to write a novel, but do not write a propaganda piece that demonizes people and then claim it's a work of fiction, so it's okay. <laughs> you're, you're, you're hurting people by presenting this world because we live in the kayfabe environment. We live in this environment where people engage with the fictional things around them as if they're real. And that is problematic because now you have a whole subsection of this country who will read this book, American Dirt, and say, that's why I hate Mexican people. <laughs> Don't you see in this book, look how they treated them. Instead of saying, hey, this is why we should help them. And that's where I don't agree with her. I mean, to be fair... I don't know. I feel like if you if you're gonna read a book from one person and then decide to demonize an entire race, you were probably a lost cause anyway. Absolutely, but this is on. This, we're not gonna we're not gonna purge these people. We have to start organizing society in such a way that we can welcome them into the world that they have been isolating themselves from. They have chosen to, as racists to isolate themselves from the rest of cultures in America. Because there's a lot of cultures in America, no matter if there's one predominant one and the other ones are minority cultures, they're still present. And so if we ever hope to be able to unify as a country to be able to do bigger and better things, then we're going to have to deal with them. And I don't feel like this is the kind of fiction that that helps that not that it's anyone's job in particular to push that agenda of of unifying people culturally but that is what they pushed it as it's not your job until you make it your job and she made it her job if you're not going to do that then just you, you know the, the people who wrote um birth of a nation the original birth of a nation i ain't that mad at them to be honest i'm really not it represented what they believed and they didn't push it like black people knew it wasn't real like a lot of people knew it wasn't real they knew that it was their ginned up version of what was going on and they didn't push it as it was real they pushed it as entertainment now today we got people writing these books for the you know you'd hope that people reading the books are are of a certain kind of intellectual um value but that doesn't mean that they're going to be able to see through the cultural uh, haze that's put up when you have someone misrepresenting other people, especially because they don't interact with those people. They need these cultural references to bring these things into their lives so they can. 
Because I'm sorry, I just don't think that every white person should go to the Mexican border to experience that. It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. But it is necessary for them to understand what's going on so that they can elect people in who will make better decisions about what goes on at the Mexican border. That's how that works as a, as a you know, a functional citizen. You don't, you, you want to consume this media and these entertainment things around you in hopes that they will broaden your perspective to be able to better fit into the society as a citizen. But this book abdicates that responsibility. It abdicates any kind of, of any kind of responsibility to be genuine. What if the book was intentionally written as propaganda? Then it was very effective. You feel me? Sometimes, I don't know, I feel like we are in the era of people doing shit like that, of people intentionally being bad actors for the sole purpose of sowing discord. And the only reason why I feel okay <laughs> even breaking... Absolutely. Oh, and you gotta make... Listen, if you're just yeah, doing... an important caveat. Yeah, if you're just doing this shit for funsies, that's bad. I mean, I understand when people are doing it for money, but no, it's, it's, it's still really bad. I agree, but um, there's... I'm not sure. I hope that <laughs> the propaganda engine isn't isn't that prolific to where even the base literature has become toxic. You know what I mean? Well, I, I wouldn't say in this case, I wouldn't blame it on the literature. I'd blame it on, like you said, Oprah. You feel me? As an yeah, author, giving it legs whatever the hell and the publisher. Yeah, exactly. And the but worst part is that the publisher paid her particularly to write this story. They, so you're see, right. They probably did write it on purpose because they could have went to any number of the Latino authors who proliferate. I mean, dude, you, you could go to San Diego and Los Angeles alone, and I guarantee I will put my life on a bet that you will find at least one person who can help you write a better book than that mm -hmm. in all of San Diego and LA. Yeah. In, the, in this scenario, I would definitely, like you said, it, it's Oprah and the people who are pushing it. Ooh, huge pop. It's, it's Oprah and the people who are pushing it as this like insight into whatever, whatever that I would blame, you know, as, as, um, as an author, whatever comes out of your brain is sort of like your responsibility in the sense that, like, I presented it, but, you know, I, I also definitely take credit for people changing the narrative after the story has been written. Now, if, if the author, well, if the author is then promoting it as, you know, something that it isn't, and the publisher goes along with that, and then, you know, Oprah is going along with that, and then if we find out after the fact it's inaccurate and they're still doing it that I mean, then that definitely tells me that they had. So Oprah is taking a stance that she's promoting it because she wants to open the conversation, which is a cop out. But you're and, and based on what you're saying, you're right. The time to judge would be after the conversation. Yeah, you feel me? Like I you agree. said it to open a conversation. Did you really though? I mean, but whatever. You know, I don't. I am very, very far removed from Oprah. Beyond the memes of her giving away cars, I don't really know much about the lady. Um, you can look, you can look it up. I'm not going to sit here and, and slander her past <laughs> on this show, but, um, I don't think you're going to, I don't think you're not going to appreciate anything out of her past. It's not like she's, she's hiding a trove of, of, 
of amazing uh no she she got lucky and she pandered to white people and she got famous and now she gives away bees bees you believe the, the main story yeah but yeah, with that being said, we'll move on. Next time, next month, I'm going to actually get a good book that I'm reading so that I can recommend something for you guys. Hey, listen, you know, I, I, everybody these days is is trying to get on this positivity wave. And I'm like, fuck that. There's plenty of positivity out there. Good job, guys. Good on you. I'm here to remind you that this shit is still shitty out here. It's still trash. It's still basura. It still needs to be cleaned up. And so let me just go ahead and put a couple of flashlight. Let me get the black light and show you where the stains are real quick. That's that's what we're doing on this podcast. <laughs> but um, beyond that, uh, have you heard the new Little Wayne? I have not. Are you a Little Wayne fan? Yeah, I fucks with Wayne. I fucks with Wayne because yo man, you remember being in Plantation High, jamming um, oh, what was the big one back then? There was yo, it was it was him and Cash Money like. The big time is it? Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man, Manny Fresh in them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, everybody, everybody, get the roll. Oh, yeah, that song. was big. Oh, that song. Um, I, I do remember um, Jerome. I'm your fire man. Oh yeah, fire man. <laughs> yeah, Lil Wade was killing it back in the day. What? Yeah, that was that shit back then. You know, and not for nothing, like. That's why I hate when I hear Nicki. Like I know Lil Wayne Knights writes Nicki Minaj's shit. That's funny. I know that's how he was making his money when Baby was holding up his checks. He wrote all of Nicki Minaj's fucking raps, and I know it because she's too stupid to fucking change the gender-specific shit that he was saying. That's why I love Meg Thee Stallion so fucking much more than Nicki Minaj. Because Nicki Minaj is so fucking disingenuous and fraudulent, and I'm so tired of her ass. Get the shit. Yo, my G, you don't got a dick. None of these bitches are your sons. None of them. Shut the fuck up. Now you got your Meg the Stallions talking about, yay, nigga, you can eat this pussy. And I'm like, all right, cool. You got a pussy. Niggas can eat your pussy. I'm I'm with you every step of the way with this so far. But anyway, and, and then she still gives off that bravado that she's running the game. She's running her bitches and her hoes. You know what I mean? She's running her niggas and her bitches, as she would put it. So, you know what I mean? You don't have to misgender yourself just to be popular. But anyway, that's how I know Wayne was fucking writing her shit. But um, Wayne is the father of all these niggas' styles. There would be no Drake. There would be zero Drake without Wayne. And I think that's why Wayne don't fuck with Drake like that. Because as much as Drake likes to give verbal accolades, he don't never pay no fucking body. That's why The Weeknd don't fuck with him no more. Because you don't pay no fucking body. You know what I mean? Like, nah, my G. You know, the only nigga who seems to get paid off of him is 40. The white dude. <laughs> Go figure. So anyway, um, Lil Wayne's album, Back to the Point at Hand, <laughs> um, was very good. I, was, I would say on the high good to low very good. Because there were definitely tracks on it that I didn't, that I was like, all right, it's Tunchi. He doing his thing. <laughs> there was definitely some standout tracks on there. Uh, I, tell me why the Sean collab was stupid fire. The Big Sean collab, <laughs> stupid Big Sean fire is mad reliable. Um, 
not for nothing, I was really, I, <sighs> he did a joint with Adam Levine called I Don't Trust Nobody. And I, I fuck with the track so hard. But why do they keep letting Adam Levine back into the culture? Like, this guy, he's, he's definitely a vulture. Definitely a vulture. But the track was fire, so I'm not going to hate on that. You just answered your own question right there. You're like, I don't know why they keep letting it back onto the into the track. But the track was But it's done. not like there wasn't somebody else who could have done equally as fire on the track. That's not true, man. Those people have signatures. When you in the in the game, when when you have a signature and you have an effect, people want that effect. Feel me? That effect comes from you. If someone else does it, it changes the flavor, it changes the style. Like I don't even know who Adam Levine is. Like in my so mind, I'm thinking the dude from Maroon Five. 5. Okay. That's who I thought. So it's like, and he, yeah, he has an exceptionally distinct voice. Like, you, there's no substitute yeah. for that voice. I mean, it's it's just like a high pitched nasally voice. I think people don't do it because he does it really well, and so they wouldn't. You can't compare. Yeah, with him on because that level. he coined that. So if you do it, you're going to be ripping off Adam Levine. Ah, man, but he's a vulture, man. God, that's the, the entire part that sucks. game. But anyway, is a the track is, as I said, the track is fire. I'm not going to hate on the track. Um, and then there was, yo. Why Takeoff had the best feature on the album? Well, I never heard Takeoff rap before. <laughs> Literally, I didn't even know that that was Takeoff until I looked at the track. Yeah, I wouldn't list. be able to tell. Well, no, that's not true. But the man spit. Yo, the man's fucking verse was yeah, fire. I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between Takeoff or Offset. Well, I can't tell the difference too much between Offset and, and Quavo because I had never even heard Takeoff. To me, Quavo's voice is pretty distinct. So yeah. I know his, yeah. Yeah, I, I just you know what I don't listen to them nearly enough because I, I actually I don't really listen to anything with just Amigos on it. Same. I have a few like uh, there's a couple of joints with Amigos on that are just like fire, but I don't generally speaking modern music. I don't really seek out modern music like that. I, I don't seek it. Yeah, only because of the um, of how high my my standard is for the music that I would listen to. I tend not to look for it because that is only asking for disappointment. Because if I'm actively looking for something and it isn't up to my standard, I'm going to be disappointed. But if I'm just organically hearing shit and I come upon something, my bar is lower than than it, than it typically would be. Um, yeah, like if it catches my ear, I throw it in the rotation. Yeah, like like the joint with uh, ZZ. I love that track. But yeah, I, you don't hear dope. me looking yeah. for Offset on a regular basis. Though. Even though he smashed the record, you know what I mean? Uh, I do. Um, I'm not sure which one of them, but I knew the Migos was involved. But Ape Shit with fucking um, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yo, that's, that track is fire. That's the type of song I'll be listening to like back in, like back to back and shit because it's just vibes. I'm not sure about that one. I usually don't listen to Jay and Beyonce because I, I, I struggle with it. I like Jay-Z's music. But I don't know about Jay-Z as a person. And so I will keep him at arm's length. Because the thing is, is if I don't fuck with you as a person, then how do I know you're not trying to poison me? How, how do I know you're not trying to put shit in your music to hurt me? Have you seen, has anything hurt you in Jay-Z's music recently? Has anything hurt me in Jay-Z's music recently? Um, No, but in his... In his inability to denounce R. Kelly's behavior, like, he won't even talk out about R. Kelly's behavior. Like, you could say, that's my man's. 
I fuck with Kelly Kells, but I can't condone X behavior. Makes me feel like he is okay with that behavior. Because I'm pretty sure he started dating Beyonce when she was 16. Which makes me believe he just realized that he couldn't maintain that kind of lifestyle. So he just kept it. He just kept the one he got and let her grow old with him. Man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but, but anyway, um, that, that that that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. Um, but. I so I don't I try not to I I don't I definitely don't consume their music together. Um, but yeah, so I'm not familiar with that one. But I gotta check that out. Ape yeah, shit. That song's dope. For sure. sure. That song's lit. But yeah, definitely give the new um the, the new Lil Wayne just just a go round. It's a lot of tracks too. It's like twenty something tracks. Damn, that's a big ass album. Yeah, and I, so so as I said, out of twenty tracks, three standouts, several very listenable good tracks. Um, I would say probably a third of it, and most of the critiques that I've seen online thus far are like, just, just cut the tracks, bro. Like, what did you need all these tracks for? Because I definitely didn't enjoy all these tracks. <laughs> Hey man, they was just sitting on a hard drive somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I needed out in the ether working for me. Yeah. But alrighty, that's a that's a good amount of entertainment. Let's move on into some gaming and tech stuff. Um Doom 3 promises no in-game store, 100 percent single player experience for that mode. That that <laughs> Because there is going to be a multiplayer experience, so no one knows if they're going to open up an online shop for the multiplayer. But for the entirety of the single-player experience, you will not need any additional money to get any of the extra stuff, which is really cool. I like how they're advertising that as a selling point, as if you need fucking monetary transactions in a single-player game anyway, you bunch of fucking clowns. No, but it, it, that's how bad it... Because you remember, you were, you were commenting on the proliferation of that monetization in the industry itself. Mm-hmm. It's become so prolific that now you can actually advertise against right. it. Now it's a selling point. Yeah. Now it's a selling point not having it in your fucking games. These goddamn vultures. They always have their hands in your pocket. Yeah, man. But yeah, that was. I just thought that that was a that was a positive light in 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 the news for sure because um, you know, when do you hear about someone or a, a video game developer choosing to minimize their their monetization rather than maximize? Yeah, you know. So that was that was a a huge plus. Um, Blizzard is trash. It's always going to be trash. Yeah. Will never stop being trash. Um, they pretty much sold a what, how much was Warcraft Reforged forty dollars? Oh, I have no idea. Um, Warcraft that sounds about right. Though. Yeah, but Warcraft Reforged, which was which was built and advertised to have in-game cinematics, all new models, all new level um, um, models, the whole thing remade. Uh, it turned out just to be a couple of character models updated. Yo. And then on top of that, migrated the old Warcraft 3 servers to the new battle.com servers or whatever it's called. Yep. Effectively deleting the old game. Yep. And and force, excuse me, forcing you to play the non-functional version because the game actually had so many bugs that many people weren't even able to play. Yo. I was effectively possibly ruining I think probably one of the top five video games ever made, Warcraft 3. People love that game. I am so impressed by the backlash after this game that it's just, 
it's a beautiful thing to watch. Like, I love it. But also what's really impressive is the staunch sort of, like, meh response from Blizzard. <laughs> they haven't really done anything beyond um, disable your you ability. Know you know yeah, that, right? of course. Yeah. Definitely. You can you can tell in lots and lots and lots and lots of ways. Like Like, the time when they issued their apology letter for the whole snafu with the person they deleted, people were like, yo... This is written like it, it was basically written in Chinese and translated to English, and people could tell that based on the syntax of the oh, sure. of the um the speech as it was written. So yeah, we've all we've we've known that we lost Blizzard ages ago. Like I uninstalled um Bnet from my computer. I mm-hmm. I was gonna play uh League a while back, but it was after the whole China incident, and I was like, I'm sorry, Blizzard, I can't. I can't oh, you mean Heroes? Back. Yeah, Heroes. Heroes. My bad. <laughs> Well, yeah, I was like, no, nah, I can't go back, man. Y'all are tripping. Y'all are fully tripping. I can't give you my money so that you can go support communism, you clown. Yeah. So, the, you know, Blizzard has proven themselves to be another bad actor. Uh, Facebook makes more decisions to become a bad actor. I mean, if, if I'm pretty much judging anyone on Facebook at this We're point. We're not in the business to be liked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Says they, Mark yeah. I am definitely judging you if you have a Facebook, 100%. Just just know that. You know, I'll try to be nice about not insulting people to their face about it. But if you have a Facebook, you're a fucking sheep. <laughs> They're farming you like a sheep. That's funny. Your metadata is the wool of their digital cotton slavery. And if you want to go ahead and be a part of that, then have at it. But I sure as hell will never be contactable or findable via Facebook ever. That's what you think, Kareem. <laughs> we can have a we can create a Kareem profile right now. I know. I shouldn't say this shit on the internet because I guarantee you the internet's gonna make make uh, yeah. a profile for someone me. Could, yeah, someone could definitely make one up with all your information. That'd Some be cool, old though. pictures I'd follow of that you. Shit. I see that I'd follow that. A fake account of me? Sure. Tell me what I'm doing, please. I'd love to see this. <laughs> what do you? What What is the? What does the the ridiculous image of me in your head do? I'd love to know. It's but fun. yeah, Facebook is Facebook has no interest. The, if you can't go out in public, and well, I guess I guess you can go in public and spread disinformation and not ever be held accountable for it. So I guess why. Is Facebook any different? But that's why I'm going to abstain from Facebook. Because it's like, listen, you ha- this is a digital environment. And so we have the ability to make it open and safe. And if you're not going to do that, well, then I'll just I'll take my chances with the real world. I don't need to be stuck in your digital environment where, it's, where I don't get to healthily express my, my human sociability. No, I'm good. Let me, let me do that in the world where I can learn not to be an asshole by getting punched in the face (laughs) but you they want to hold facebook in such a way that it will never ever ever give you any kind of 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 uh feedback that could result in positive behavior change like if i'm over here just screaming out racist things on people's walls and harassing people online. There's nothing that's that's going to stop that. Facebook's not interested in stopping that. They only stop it in the most extreme cases when they have to. Why would you want to produce a platform like that? 
I mean, other than to delude and and obfuscate situations to make money. Well, I, no, it. I don't even think that that's that important. See, that's what ah, money's important to people like us because we need it to get things. But they're past money. You think Mark Zuckerberg is worried about money? I don't think that he is genuinely. I don't think he's worried about money, but I definitely believe that it drives his decisions, especially regarding the construction. I don't and think governance so because don't you think company? that he'd have a much easier time of actually being inclusive? Like, wh- I think most people on Facebook, even the ones who like Facebook, would like Facebook to at least say, "Hey, we won't let them lie to you." But it's not the it's not the peons on Facebook that the money is coming from. Yes, it's the data companies that are buying the information from facebook yeah so but then that's what i'm saying wouldn't you want to get as many sheep around you so that you can shear as much wool to sell um i don't uh, like i don't i don't understand so what it is if, if facebook saying. wasn't so overtly evil you'd get a lot more people like me on it because but it is a good facebook is only overtly evil to a certain people feel me to people like you who are in the minority are, i think a lot of people who are who are like me exist mainly because like let's say like even at the library, 20% of the people at the library don't use Facebook, period, whatsoever. You know, and I'm, that's, the, that's the, the demographic that I think he's missing out on because the, I, I tell you that the reason why they tell me that they're not interested is ideological. Okay. It's, oh, Facebook's They thing. might not have those people, but how many teenagers and how many of those people's children do they have? Oh, probably. Um, I don't know. Facebook's actually becoming uncool now. It is in it's recent starting to go times, the way of, yeah. of MySpace. In 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 modern times, yeah. It's but, all Instagram and Twitter now. But, and who owns those? I don't. Does Facebook own Twitter? It doesn't own Twitter, oh, but okay, it owns um, so. it owns Instagram. Instagram so sure. they they are adapting to the new things as they're coming out. You know what I'm saying? It's not they're not going after people like you. People like you are a bonus. They're going after your children. They're going after people who don't or know. Even get my kid. Well. Th- the children. Oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> They're okay. They're going after the children. They're going after the people who don't know better, the people who won't change their privacy settings, the people who will post every single thing about their lives on the thing so that they can collect that information and use it. Feel me? The people that will continue to post shit that is definitely not true. Those are the people that is that is the real bread and butter of um of Facebook. People, the dissenters are in the minority, which is why it is so often you get calls to boycott Facebook. Because it is... Well, it's, I mean, um, they don't have... I wouldn't say the dissenters are in the minority because it's not like Facebook. I mean, in America, would they have 100 million users? I have minus? no idea. Huh? You know, that's about a third of the population. Uh, actually, probably closer to a quarter now. But um, So it's, it's, it's a significant portion it's a very significant portion. If you have 100 million people doing anything, that's an amazing number of people doing a single thing. Um, but at the same token, I, I, I hope that number is dwindling. I don't actually know what their current um, sus- subscribership is. But yeah, I would hope that it's going down because, man, matter of fact, next week I'm going to talk about um, Philip K. Dick and some of the things that he's uh, written, because I've been watching um, a show that's an adaptation of it, of his works recently, and it's a lot of dystopian stuff about how technology can be used to control people. Highly recommend checking it out. But um, I think it's called um, Dreaming of Electric Sheep or something of that nature. But next week yeah, we'll talk about like it that. more in depth, because I think I want to actually do an episode by episode on that show. 
and just to talk about the the themes in it because they all represent different themes of what future civilization could be like but um one of the things they talk about is how technology will increasingly um bring about the the exchange of security for freedom and how it's a fake it's a fake choice because security and freedom don't lie on the same spectrum you can be free and secure they're not mutually exclusive so things on the same spectrum obviously are mutually exclusive they are not i can be safe and free it is possible you just don't want me to believe that because if i'm safe and free how are you going to make money off of me yep you can't sell your your thing that's supposed to save me mhm how does adt sell sell alarm systems if they don't put burglars in their commercials scare you to get you to think that there's people who will burgle like that right there are people who walk up to the front of your house with the lights on looking through your window yeah like nah bro trust me first of all i know some people from the streets (laughs) and the dudes who get into the beanie game that i know ain't doing it for nothing less than 30 so unless you got 30 liquid in your house you don't want nothing to worry about you know what I mean? Yeah, and most people do not have that. And um, most people, I think, that have ADT, ADT or whatever, yeah. I, I, was, I don't know what the new home home um, security service is, but more, the majority of people who have it probably don't have anything liquid or probably will never be the target of a robbery. And, and so they, they, they make a huge deal about we need to take these rights and freedoms to give you security. And, and it's a false dichotomy. You don't got to give up one for the other. You can have both. The, the problem is, is that when you actually work to make people free and safe, it's a lasting thing. Mm-hmm. When you do it, it works. It's all about selling the idea, man. Like you go a long way selling an idea. Speaking of which, fucking Amazon Ring got hacked. Talking about security and surprise, lack thereof. Surprise. Like, this is what I mean, man. People seem to be, they're so mystified by electronics and what they're capable of. They have no fucking clue how much they've, they've opened themselves up to be completely molested. <laughs> completely. Yeah. I mean, it's sad, too, because as consumers, you got to know that um, it's really sad because I'm someone who I love technology and stuff like that. But generally speaking, I don't really fuck with the, the first generation of a lot of new technologies simply because it's not you're the beta tester at that point. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? oh, um, you're 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 testing out all the bugs. You're the first mm-hmm. line uh, um, person that comes through and really lets everyone know what's wrong with the system (laughs) yeah and it's sad that they turned early adoption into a beta a beta um run because they do it with software all the time like gmail was in beta for freaking how long what Mm -hmm. years right yeah and at least gmail was free yeah and instead of just developing it in in the internal environment you know beta testing it in the environment in the uh limited environment then releasing it and then having active i don't understand uh how it's cheaper to do it just continuous beta or is it because you the rate you pay programmers who are programming for betas is less than than what you would pay them for the release candidate i i, I can only assume because it doesn't make any sense for them to do it that way why wouldn't you finish the product as much as you can before releasing it 
so that people can use it, give you valid feedback, and then you can actually, you know, fix your product, update it, make it better, put out new versions and models. Um, rather, but I guess it's because if you never actually finish the beta, then you never actually have to pr finish producing the product. And so you're always in that R&D phase. And so it's a lot easier to change and update a product that's in the R&D phase rather than one that you've already published and put out and released and distributed. But yeah, I, I'm not sure, but it's probably not the best way to do it. <laughs> it's the way dad does it. It's the way America does it. And it's been working pretty well so far. But yeah, anyway, Amazon Ring being hacked is a huge issue in security. A huge issue in security. Massive issue in security. This is a security system that has video, audio feeds directly into your house. It can talk to people in the rooms in your house. One family said that somebody kept on... Uh, telling their daughter to go do things in the middle of the night through that the Amazon ring. Creepy and hilarious. Yo, people are getting extorted through their ring. That is hilarious. Bro, and I'm just like, <laughs> you're an idiot. Who? Why would you put that in your house? Hey, man, I want everybody to know everything about me. Oh, I'm just going to hook this ring up to my Wi-Fi with a... a extremely unsecure password what's the worst that could happen yeah they got everything they took they got everything oh man that's good you know what's what's really really funny um amazon is uh a very very wealthy company and amazon is a company that works in tech but for some reason they either don't have the insight or foresight or budget to be able to address a security concern that should have been very obvious from the oh, construction well, no, no, you, of the item in the first place. Well, you know what the issue was? It was that the software developer... Did you know that the ring was a failed Shark Tank experiment Lol. that Amazon purchased and funded? Sounds about right. The guy who made this shit didn't get accepted on Shark Tank. That's the level of software programming going into your ring. Yeah, but... That because he wasn't accepted, his idea was that much cheaper. One hundred percent. And Amazon picked, and and that's the worst part is that they're making millions off of this, and they probably paid that guy a couple thousand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, stop trusting these tech companies. Enjoy being a fucking human. Hey, Enjoy doing normal human things like missing the fucking door once in a while and people coming to your house when you're not home. Yeah, like, what's wrong with the, the ding dong? And, nigga, it, it, call me. Why are you at my house? If it, Why are you at my house? And, and I'm not there. there. Feel me? You, there should be no reason why you're at my house and I do not know that you're about to be there. So there's no need for this sort of um, high-tech fancy. But I get it. It's all good. Ladies and gentlemen, don't trust anybody that sells you something that you do not know personally. They have a vested interest in lying to you. You feel me? They get—they literally get paid. If you buy that, if they're lying to you and you buy that thing, they've gotten paid to lie. So and yeah, you're you're, oh. reaffirm, you're reaffirming 
their that lie. it works, that the lie works. Yes. So there's all anyone who's selling you anything, anyone who's advertising anything to you, if you do not know them, they stand to gain massively by lying to you. Therefore, do your due diligence before you spend your money on it. Feel me? That's what I'm, I'm not saying. Don't buy anything. Don't. I, I am kind of saying don't trust any company ever. But you know what I mean. Like you gotta buy stuff because you obviously can't make a cell phone. You can't make potato chips or whatever whatever but you know i mean do your due diligence make sure you check with these companies know where they stand like i i know jeff bezos i know enough about jeff bezos to know he doesn't give a shit about me he doesn't give a shit about anything doesn't give a shit about the environment about the world nothing so i know that anything that i buy from amazon is not only going to support that dude but it's also come with the the thing that i'm not the important part of that transaction feel me as a customer i'm not an important part of that transaction beyond the fact that i'm there to provide money so you got it nah i would never buy something any i would never buy any of those products and put it in my house and allow it to record what it is that i'm doing whatever man y'all people are mad trusting yeah and 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 i'm pretty sure the legal precedents set by those things are only going to get worse and worse yep yeah, because those companies have gone out of their way to buy the <laughs> they've gone out of the way to buy the government to the people who make the laws, so you ain't got no recourse know how. Yeah. That sucks. But that's why I just stay the fuck away from it. And it's funny because people think that I do it because I'm some kind of Luddite. And it's like, no. I do it because I know exactly how it works. I actually know how it works better than you do, which is why I don't fucking use it. That's why you don't see chemists playing with chemicals all the time, because they know how dangerous they are. And it was funny. There was a story of this one chemist who was <laughs> notorious for um, for incorrectly handling chemicals. He obviously didn't live very long. But anyway, that's an aside. I guess, you know, let's move on to some of the uh, politics news, because we're getting kind of long on this one today. Um, what's going on? Man, from the mouth of fucking fools. I was um, looking at a clip on YouTube from, and I am not promoting this. Please do not click on this man's shit. Don't consume his fucking media. But Tucker Tucker Carlson's show had on, um, as a guest, one of the people who I follow pretty regularly. He's one of the few conservatives today. I don't agree with him most of the time, but I do trust him. That's Sagar Njadi from The Hill. He was on Tucker Carlson's show, and they actually had a really uh one-sidedly good conversation tucker Carlson is a fucking tool he's a dick he's over there be like he's pretending not to understand why the gop gets pushed back on some of their policies and stuff like that but one thing that he said that he got fucking right on the nose on the nose is that whoever helps 30 year olds get jobs get married and have children will win the election and they deserve to 100 percent sounds right because let me tell you if you don't understand that this country's future is based off of those very same 30 year olds who have been disenfranchised to do anything productive their whole fucking lives then you're you're foolish you're foolish and you're, you're a detriment to this country because we need to make sure that the people who will be serving in these positions in the future do not make the same mistakes as the dudes who are in there right now. 
Facts. And they will make those mistakes if they, or I shouldn't say they'll make those mistakes. They will make worse mistakes if they grow up single and destitute. They will grow, because that's one thing when you're young and you're struggling, but when you a grown ass man still struggling, let me tell you, my dude, you don't make good decisions. And it's not because you've been making good decisions. Because you make bad decisions and you've been making bad decisions. And so unless we do something to help those people get into a better place to actually contribute to this country, we ain't going no fucking where. You're going to be still be more mentally ill white people shooting up the place. It's going to be more cops shooting black and brown people around the country. That's all we're going to get unless we deal with that. Because the cops, yes, they're wrong for shooting those young men. But. Those young men also don't have anywhere else to fucking be because guess what? If they were inside of a building doing something more productive, they at least would have not been in line with that trash bag cop who went out of his way to abuse them. Okay? It's not their fault for being in the streets, but if we can find something else for them to do, then it just lessens the chances for them to be put into the purview of these assholes who do not have their best interest in mind, who, who fake protect and serve and and who mostly do harm to communities you know what i mean we have to do our part to help the young men and women not be put in in front of them you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because then that you know what i mean then how how are we going to hold them responsible when bad things happen to them if we did nothing to help them stay out of the clutches of the people who are going to abuse them so Fuck you, Tucker Carlson. I hate your guts. <laughs> but Fucker Carlson. with that said, you've said the most prescient thing I have heard in politics since the beginning of the 2020 fucking primary season. Whoever helps 30-year-olds get married, get jobs, and have a children will win the presidency. And they deserve to. That, I'm going to leave that one at that because I don't want to promote that man. But that right there really does need, and I'm not a 30-year-old. I'm past that. You know what I mean? I'm already in my family. I'm already doing my thing. But the people behind me, it's only getting worse. And it was pretty hard for me. And it's only getting worse for the, for the generations behind me. So we need to do something to make sure that they're good. And so, yeah, I, I just hope that people can keep that as a, as a centerpiece of, the, of what they think about when they consider who they want to vote for in the primary who they want to vote for for president. Um, we got Andrew Yang with the all-star motherfucking endorsement of Dave Chappelle <laughs> on the ground stumping for my dude, showing up to all of this stuff. Yo, he's actually putting foot to pavement for Andrew Yang. Calling people. Phone banking for my mans. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Talk about putting your money I where your saw, mouth is. Um, a meme of them where it was Andrew Yang and uh, Dave Chappelle, and it was like... Uh, Adrienne was like, I'm Jackie Chan. And Dave Chappelle was like, I'm Chris Tucker. I'm not sure if it, they actually said that or if that was just a meme, but that was pretty clever. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm really happy to see that. I And not for nothing. I mean, as I said, the only two Democratic candidates that are still in the race that I that I support are Yang and, and Sanders. And I would love to see them on the same ticket. But... This right here, man, I would love to see Yang 
get really put into a position to where even if we got a shitty candidate, we got him as a VP. Just because I just want to see him in politics. I want to see him. I want to see what his brand of humanity can bring to politics. I really, really would like to see it because he represents a lot of things that I feel very strongly about in the positive. And yeah, I, I want to see he, and he, to me, he represents the best uh, chance of having any kind of real legislation or movement in the actual legislative body to getting some of the major things changed in terms of labor automation um, UBI, all that stuff. So, uh, I just wanted to go ahead and big him up for his, uh, for his, uh, Dave Chappelle endorsement. I know that that's huge. Yeah. He's been getting a lot of support. Um, one of the things I see online is, um, I'm not voting for Andrew Yang because he's a Democrat. I'm voting for a Democrat because he's Andrew Yang. Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of the polls actually show that, um, Yang and Bernie supporters will not vote for any other Democrat for the most part. I think like forty percent of them just will leave. I mean, they, <laughs> those those voters probably smelled the bullshit from all the other candidates. Of course, wafting from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Man, in all these court proceedings, um, they tried to cover up the fact that uh, the pharma companies are being hit for colluding with tech partners to make misleading software to um, lead doctors into prescribing medications unnecessarily. Oh, yeah. And see, the funny part is is that he... This is the fifth time that I've heard of a scheme where pharmaceutical companies were colluding to mislead doctors into prescribing stuff. And each one of these schemes is like, no, no, it's not even a lot of doctors. It's like maybe 4 or 5%. So, so far, we have five scandals at 4 or 5%, so that's almost a quarter of the doctors are doing this now. That's a fucking lot. Yeah, yeah, that's a and then, lot. And then people call me crazy when I'm like, you can't trust the medical system. It's like, no, 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 modern medicine works. Our system is not designed to administer modern medicine. It is designed to make money for people. And if at the core of your, your, your business model, if it's not to provide health then you probably should just choose a different industry to go make money but i mean that's not to say there's no money in healthcare. there's tons of money in healthcare. it's why it's so corrupt yeah, but we really should find a way to, to take that apart because it's it's dangerous we're learning more and more that they're just finding more and more sophisticated ways of either corrupting or tricking doctors into prescribing medicine you know what's really funny um bet uh, I don't really support BET, but not at all. I hate a long BET. time ago, BET made a Black Panther uh, uh, animated series. Actually, it was good. And one of the points in that animated series was that Wakanda did not want to. Wakanda had a cure for cancer, and he did not want to give it to the West. Why? Because you are interested in making money off of uh, 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 of of the the cure. You're not interested in curing the illness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was some. This is like. Uh, at this point, I think that's like 10, 15 years old. But that's how long ago, like, we knew the MO oh, of, but, of mean, the country. And this, this is how much work Dr. Still Sebi has been saying then. this since 90, since before that. Dr. Sebi must have yeah. been 130. I'm joking, by the way. He's not 130 well, years old. But Dr. Sebi was in his 80s, I believe. And he's been talking about it for most of his life. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, our medical system you. just is not equipped to make no, us healthy. It's not, it's not equipped you. to keep our minds healthy. And one thing that I can guarantee you is that even with if you have a healthy mind to start, a sick body will lead to a sick mind. 
it's it's it, it because it's down. a physiological feedback loop, mm-hmm. you know. And so we need to make sure that we we keep both ends of that feedback loop feeding positive, healthy energy into the body. But um, yeah, uh, I really, really just want people to be able to take charge charge of their own health, live healthy lifestyles, be preventative, be holistic. These aren't just new age phrases that I'm using. They are actually terms that do apply to your body and can absolutely go a long way to increasing your quality of life. So stop trusting these pharmaceutical companies or unfortunately, whether you trust your doctor or not, they're being lied to and tricked. (laughs) They're being taught. I know somebody who went through a medical residency. Let me tell you. The shit that they tell them is fucking bizarre. Yeah. And the shit that they put them through is ridiculous. Like, why are we so rigorously putting people through these residencies? Now, okay, when you work in in, in surgeries, when you do, uh, like, very invasive things, I understand. But, like, most of our medical... medical industry is run by people who don't need that level of skill or education. They need to understand how to properly interface with people's bodies. But the vast majority of your medical schooling will not teach you any of that. It's going to give you rote anatomy and physiology and then teach you about how to administer pharmaceuticals. That's it. And they make you do that shit for like 15 years, which makes me feel like they're indoctrinating you. (laughs) They're making sure that you will not actually hurt the 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 money making structure that they have so they make you go through this bullshit they get you so indebted that there's no way that you can ever come out of that and then want to do something good i mean i believe that i feel like most industries try to brainwash you in certain ways as someone who's been in a couple of different uh uh, career fields it's some of the shit they tell you when you're about to start it's i would just be like really is that is it necessary for me to feel that way in order to do this though i feel like I feel like it can still just be me and still do this job of, no, you must adopt the company mentality. I was like, all right, guys. Yeah, no, 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 no. When you you thought police me, guaranteed I will not listen. I will always rebel against thought policing. Do not tell me what to think. You can tell me what to do because I understand that that's how a lot of things get done. But you're not going to tell me how to think or feel. No, 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 no. Not going to ever happen. And, you know, I just wanted to give you a shout out today because uh, you have been shooting me a couple of topics, you know, trying to step it up a notch. I appreciate it. Podcast got to take it to that next level. <laughs> it's just whatever, you know, catches the eye. You know, yeah. Right? Well, this is one that you sent me earlier was um with the Danish government uh, thumbing their nose at the <laughs> Chinese government after they circulated. The Danish government circulated a memed image of the Chinese flag with a virus on it and China told them that they needed to uh, apologize for it, <laughs> of which the Danish government said, no, we have free speech. We're not going to do that. Hey, I love that. Shout out to the artists who designed that. I saw another one that had the, the what is it, the scythe and the hammer? I don't remember what. Sickle. Scythe and the sickle. And they had, um, uh, sickle uh, and the hammer. oh, the sickle and the hammer. But yeah, they had that, but there was also, it was also made out of germs. And I was nice. like, oh, God, that's, that's really good. So shout out to whoever the artist was that did that. That's that's yeah. good stuff. Alrighty, but with that being said, we're running a bit long today, so uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. You know what I mean? I think that uh, we hit a lot of good topics, had a lot of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, so always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Have a great one, guys. Talk to you next time. Peace.